Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, September 21st, 2020, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas guess what? A huge success. Well, ladies, I trust that you had a fantastic weekend, you know, spending much-needed time with your family and also getting productive and doing something for yourself as well. Now, as a reminder, if you haven't had the time to review your calendar and ensure that all activities and tasks scheduled are supporting your goals for this week, then, of course, you need to do so immediately following the show. You know, I have been practicing this one habit for a very long time now, and every time I miss checking my calendar on Sunday evenings, I can assure you something goes awry. So it's so very, very important to have what I like to call a bird's eye view over your activity calendar. And one of the things that you need to remember is that as you look at your calendar, you're not just looking to see if you have a bunch of activities scheduled so that it can make you feel like you are accomplishing something. Because guess what? None of that means nothing if it's not actually supporting the goals that you would like to accomplish by the weekend, which is normally Friday, right? So it's important for you to understand that your activities that you should be focusing on really do need to have relevancy to your goals for the week, and that's very key. And I think sometimes as we are looking at packing in our calendar and putting a lot of things on the calendar, we don't stop and ask ourselves that question, hey, all this stuff I have on my calendar is it really helping me to accomplish my goal? What about the task to help me get the goals done? You know, what about delegating the task? What about all of those things? Am I following up? Do I have all of those things scheduled? And so I just want you guys to get very, very focused on this because here we are pushing towards fourth quarter for 2020. And, you know, ladies, I know it has been hard on all of us, right? Many of us have been, you know, probably like having cabin cabin fever because we have been inside of the home for so long and we have not been able to function in a way that we are used to. But you know what? This is when you really have to get structured. You really have to make sure that you are getting exercise, that you are getting all of those things in there that are going to help you to stay whole. And this goes for your kids as well. If you have school-age children, especially if they're not teenagers where they can, you know, do more for themselves, then it's going to be very important that you have a very structured schedule so that you can also work in your time. And don't forget to um, really 
you know, schedule some fun family activities with your smaller kids as well as your teenage kids, right? You know, from cooking uh, recipes to baking cakes or cookies, you know, to exercise uh, routines for the family, uh, having a Thursday night party for the family with snacks, you know, great music, you know, things that really help the family to unite and get together. And that's one thing I can say that this quarantine has done is that it is bringing families together. It is helping people stay together in a more cohesive way. And so for that, there are some good things that have come out of the coronavirus and the quarantine and everything that we're going through here on the U.S. side. However, I want to just remind you, because sometimes we've been in this for so long, now we've developed habits, we think everything is okay, it's not as bad as they say it is. So I just want to remind all of you ladies, we we carry such a responsibility because we are the managers of our homes. And so we want to make sure that our children, our husbands, our loved ones are practicing still the quarantine and coronavirus safety tips, okay? That's going to be very important. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands, wear your mask. So very, very important. And it's even important to make sure that you explain to your family, especially if you have adult kids or teenage kids who are going out right now, it's important to explain to them that, If you go out, you need to understand you have to still practice the habits. You can't be hugging and touching, not wearing your mask, drinking out of other people's uh, cups or glasses, sharing other people's food that they put their hands on and touch. You want to make sure that you keep your distance, which is so very important. And those are things that we have to absolutely recognize. So here we are, ladies. We are in the bottom of September. Can you believe it? We have about a week, a little less than a week and a half left in the month, right? And one of the things that we want to keep in mind as we are moving through this year pretty quickly now is that we have to stay focused on making sure that we write out our holiday strategy, right, more than ever, and they're expecting online sales of every kind to go through the roof this year for the holiday season. So one of the things that you really want to make sure is that you have created a holiday plan. I can't talk about that enough. Now, for those of you who are new to the show or you may have missed it, if you go to womenaboutbiz.net, and click on blog in the top white menu bar. There is a great article there, Five Ways to Market Your Business During the Holidays. And I really want you ladies to read this article, but not only read it, but I want you to look at the um, tips that I'm giving you, the step-by-step tips I'm giving you about creating your flagship product and some of the things that you've got to do. So I definitely want you guys to prepare for that. And then, ladies, let's not forget about the business strategy, okay, because one of the things that happens is that with business strategies, people tend to forget 
that they actually need to write their strategy because they are so busy with other activities. And see, this is why you have to actually make it a goal. If I can go back to talking what I said earlier about checking your calendar and making sure that the activities listed are relevant to the goals you want to achieve, this is no different. If you want to make sure that you get your holiday strategy in there, if you want to make sure that you start working on a business strategy for 2021, then you can't just say it, but you actually have to plan it out and you have to schedule the time. And so that is why you need to go to your calendar and block off those times now to do that. And, of course, if you need assistance with any one of those, your holiday strategy, your business strategy, marketing online, what have you, make sure you go ahead and schedule your coaching session with me um, because I am, and I'm not sure if many of you know it, but normally somewhere around the first week of December, I stop taking all coaching until the new year. And so you want to make sure that you have locked in your coaching and that I am able to get with you and help you figure out some ways to grow your business, okay? So that's very important. If you have never had a Power Talk coaching session with me before, then you get one free coaching session every year. And so please make sure that you visit womenaboutbiz.net. Again, womenaboutbiz.net. And in the front page of the website, when you first get there, all you need to do is just scroll down just a tap, you know, maybe one-fourth down, and you'll see free power talk. All you need to do is click that link, and it will take you to where you need to go and get you scheduled, okay? Very important. If you've already had your free power talk, then I would encourage you to still um, make a connection call with me so that we can talk about ways I can help you with an ongoing coaching program that can help you to get yourself moving faster, right, and seeing some results. Because at the end of the day, as businesswomen, results are very, very important, right? We want to generate that six and that seven-figure income. And the only way we can do that is to get focused, but also realize that we can't be an island alone. We can't be successful on our own. We're going to need um, the assistance of other people that can shorten our learning curve and help us to move quicker, right? So very, very important. I want to thank all of you for your comments and um, and your emails and all of you who are referring other businesswomen to the Successful Woman Radio Show. I so appreciate that, and I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, for those of you who are new to the show, I just want to tell you who we are and what we do. The Successful Woman Radio Show is all about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. So our show is a cross between, you know, a talk show, um, a teleseminar, you know, and basically just a good girlfriend trying to share some information with you that she has experienced before and trying to share success tips so you don't have to walk down the wrong road, which is so very, very important. It's 12, 11 after the hour, and I've got some great 
great information to share with you today. We're going to have the five questions of focus and action. We're going to talk to you a little bit about some changes going on with Facebook groups. I tell you, that Facebook, they are something else, okay? We're going to talk about it. Marketing, are you building your list? I'm going to talk about that for just a few minutes. And then a great management tool for service providers. If you are a coach or if you own a service business, you're a bookkeeper, you're an accountant, you're a tax specialist, um, any type of service business especially, then I've got a new client relationship manager. It's not really new, but found out about it. And, you know, I've been trying it so that I can give you more information. But I'm going to be sharing a new management tool for primarily service providers. So stay tuned for that. And then, of course, I'll be coming back around to give you the seven traits of a successful businesswoman. Um, and I think that you guys will really resonate with these seven traits, these characteristics of successful businesswomen that can really help you take yourself to a whole new level, okay? So let's go ahead and get started with the five questions of focus and action. Question number one, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? You guys, listen. At the end of the day, I know for a fact that we hear a lot of people talking about, you know, a person's business failed because they didn't have a business plan or a person's business failed because they didn't have the, they lacked the capital or what have you. But at the end of the day, I believe, number one, right up there at the very top of why and how a person can become extremely successful is an incredible mindset. It is really all about the mindset because, you see, once you have your mindset in place to do great things, all of the other stuff is going to come in place. You can't have a great mindset and not think that you need a business plan or not know that you need to come up with creative ways to get over the lack of money or funding hurdle. So the mindset, I believe, is probably the top item for being successful in your business. And so morning personal development is very important. I believe that you should really give developing your mindset priority. I believe that you should prepare your mindset. I believe it's a daily thing. And honestly, when you're having a lot of challenges in your personal life and your business life, developing your mindset, protecting and shielding your mindset sometimes can be an hourly thing. And, you know, sometimes, honestly, it can be a moment-by-moment thing, you know, because it's important for us to protect our minds. It's important for us to develop our mindset and understand that the mindset allows us to have so much power when it's focused on the right thing and when the right habits and beliefs are there. And so I really recommend that you consider not only listening to motivational speakers and people who provide you with inspiration and motivation, but I recommend that you also create your own affirmations that are customized and personal just to you. Here's number two. What are my goals and priorities for the week? Well, each one of you have goals that should be customized to your business. And 
this is very important for you to understand your business, your business industry, your competitors, and what is helping them to be successful. If you notice a lot of uh, success with a business that's similar to yours or just like yours, you need to pay attention. But there are three priorities three things that you need to be paying attention to that are in common with every business owner, and that is your marketing. Do you have an automated marketing system where you are constantly reaching out and communicating not only to your prospects but to your current clients and customers? Then your number of leads. Do you have a leads goal, meaning how many leads am I trying to generate every week, and what are the resources that I'm using to actually generate those leads? And then sales. You've got to have a sales goal, but you can't have sales without marketing and leads, right? Those three things work hand in hand. So you really need to set your sales goals. If you set a monthly sales goal, then, of course, you know you divide it by four or you divide it by five if there are five weeks in the, in the month, and that will give you what your weekly sales goal is. So I want you guys to focus and ask yourself those questions about marketing, generating leads and sales, because, ladies, that's where your money is at. It's right there in those three areas, marketing, leads, and sales. Now, you may have other goals, like, for example, with marketing, marketing is broad, and there may be a lot of different tools you need to use in order for your marketing to be put in place, such as having a website, such as having a lead page, such as using a, uh, a email marketing system, such as MailChimp or Constant Contact or GetResponse or what have you. Also, you know, with your leads, there are different ways to generate leads, right? But it plays right back into your marketing because you have to figure out what is the compelling offer? What item, what product, or what service can I give to someone on a complimentary basis that will compel them to sign up for it so that I can build my list? And then, of course, sales is important because sales is all about calling to action. Once you've created the marketing, once, you, once you're generating leads, then it's your responsibility to have a sales system in place that you have fine-tuned and ironed out the kinks so that you can constantly have a high sales closure ratio, okay? Here's number three. Am I clear on my role and responsibility as the CEO? Okay, time and time again, I've talked about how important it is for you to have a position description for yourself as the CEO, not as the laborer of your business, not as the person who's making the item or packaging or servicing the client, but as the CEO who is overseeing the company and running the company. What are those roles and responsibilities? What should they be? Imagine if you had to bring someone in to replace you because you were sick or some other reason that required you to be gone from the business, what would you be expecting that person to provide to you to make you comfortable in knowing that they are, you know, keeping the torch going, right? What, what reports would you need from that individual? What would you want them to check and follow up with and follow through on? So that those are the things, and that is what you should be looking at when you are writing your position description, okay? Here's number four. What tasks will I be delegating to others and following through on? Now, this is a question that, as I the beginning of the year, if you are planning to 
scale your business, meaning to grow larger, if you're planning to, you know, take your income bracket to a whole nother level, generate that revenue that you want, that six-figure plus and beyond, then, of course, you, you will not be able to do it without having a good delegation system in place along with a power team of individuals to delegate to. It's just not going to happen. I've not seen it done. Even if you are a solo entrepreneur, you're still going to have to depend on a team of people to support you. And then there's number five. Am I clear on my business finances, bookkeeping, accounts payable, making sure that you understand and know how to prepare a cash flow analysis that is going to help you? You know, at the end of the day, and I've told this recently to a couple of my clients, and that is the numbers are never going to lie to you. As long as you depend on and count on the numbers and you are properly uh, doing your bookkeeping and your accounts payable and your cash flow, those numbers are going to give you the truth about your business. It's going to give you the truth about overspending, about where you need to cut back at, where what you need to do to make more money. It's going to give you all of those answers. You cannot procrastinate or have a fear about it. And just because you're not making a lot of money now is no reason not to put a good bookkeeping and accounts system in place. This is a must, right? So ladies, there you have it, the five questions of focus and action that are going to help you to be a responsible CEO, a successful businesswoman who is seeing results. So guys, make sure that you focus on those five questions and ask them of yourself as often as necessary in order for you to start taking action. It's 1221 after the hour. I want to thank everyone for listening to the Successful Woman Radio Show. The board is now full, so if you are still referring or are recommending to people that they jump on the show, they can listen to the show live if they go blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio spelled together. They can listen live to the show right from the Internet on that. And if you have missed previous broadcasts from this month's theme, okay, and we've had a wonderful, wonderful um, just outpour of women who have really been supportive of our topic and having on Successful Woman Radio. So our whole thing for the month of September is she's got a successful mindset. And it's all about the things that go together to help a woman have a very strong, positive, energetic mind, right? Like today we're going to be talking about the seven traits of a successful businesswoman. And so, again, if you want to listen to previous broadcasts, there are three resources that I have for you that can allow you to listen to those broadcasts over and over as much as you want to. Number one is the womenaboutbiz.net website. You can go there and click on podcasts in the top right menu bar. When you land on the page, the blog talk radio player is right there for you to choose the show that you would like to listen to. If you have an iPhone and you want it available to your fingertips, all you have to do is go to your iTunes podcast player and then look up Successful Woman Radio, three separate words. Make sure you save it as a favorite, and you will always get a notification when a new show has hit the podcast player, which is daily most of the time. 
I'm sorry, not daily, but every Monday. And then, of course, if you have an Android phone, you want to download the app Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. If you go to Stitcher, same thing, search for Successful Woman Radio, three separate words. You can mark it as your favorite, and it does the same thing, provides you with a notification right there on your phone when a broadcast is available. So those three resources are definitely available to you. And, again, you can catch up on the show, take notes, and put the tips that you're listening to in action, right? Because we provide information to you that you're going to be able to put to use right away. Very, very important. I want to go ahead and talk about uh, something that surprised me, and I tell you, I really do see why a lot of people are literally abandoning Facebook. I can see why. Because some people feel used, right? Um, So let me just get right now to what I am talking about. So I announced on the show probably a little less than a year ago that Facebook was making some serious changes. For example, first of all, they now prevent third-party apps from being able to post directly to your personal Facebook page. So there is no there is no third-party app that can now post directly to your personal Facebook page. Now, the reason for that is is that the personal Facebook page really is how Facebook makes their money, and they make their money in multiple ways. Number one, they're able to track everywhere you go and what you are looking at and what you are looking up on Facebook and the ads that you are clicking on. They're able to track it, and through an intelligence algorithm, they are able to really you know, abstract and gain a lot about who you are and what you like, and then they know what things to put in front of you. Now, that's a big thing because that has a lot to do with why the large companies are now advertising with Facebook, right? Now, the other thing that's going on with that personal page is that Facebook now prevents anything that looks salesy or like anything that's for sale or anything that you're trying to promote on your personal Facebook page. Only a very few people see it. Honestly, if you have like 5,000 followers, maybe 100 people might see it. Maybe, but they might not. You might see it and think other people are seeing it, but there is a reason for that. It is because Facebook realizes that they are violating your rights to freedom of speech if they try to block anything that you put on your personal page that, of course, you know, except for defamation of character and sexual content and those type of things, but any other thing, they are violating your freedom of speech. And so they can't do that. But what they can do is they can prevent it from going on the news feed and being shown, and that is exactly what they are doing. I can't tell you how many people are saying, hey, I'm posting and posting, and people are telling me they're not seeing it. Well, that is why. But let's take it one step further. So they did that, and then over in the Facebook fan page, because they say if you're a business, you need to have a Facebook fan page. Now, I will tell you this. If you know anything about the fan page and you have really researched and looked at all of the features that the fan page carries, and, and including being able to pre-schedule your posts, 
It's a lot. They have created the fan page almost like a blog. As a matter of fact, there really are several people running their business through a Facebook fan page that don't have a website because it's so much like a blog, right? But here's the thing. If you you have even a 1,000 followers, I can guarantee you only between 10 and 100 people will ever see your post without you boosting it in some way or without you taking out an ad. Now, that's just the way it is because that's the business side, and what they're trying to do is get you to spend the money on the ads. Now, we can't be mad at that because they are in business, but there has to be a sense of fair play. I think that only allowing 10 to 15% of your fans to see your post I think that's a very low percentage, and I think that they need to increase that percentage. I really do. Uh, Now, here's the biggie. This is what I really want to let you guys know about today because I'm a little upset about that. So now they are messing with the groups. Yeah, you heard me right. They're messing with the groups. And it used to be that if you had a group when you made a post, because somebody actually opted into your group, when you made a post, that meant that everybody was going to see that post in the group. They were going to get a notification, right? And everybody who is in that group was going to get a notification. Now, it used to be when you had groups, you can even e- you can even email all the members of your group, but they took that away a long time ago, right? And so now what they're doing is the same thing that they're doing to the business fan page, which is if you have a group, they are now limiting the number of people that are actually seeing your group post. And and in addition to that, if you are the host of the group, if you are the moderator of the group, if you try to create like a group event and think that that event is going to go to every one of those people in the group, you're wrong. If you are friends, if you have friends that are in that group, it'll let you choose all of your friends in that group. Even though it's your group and everybody is opting in, it'll let you choose only your friends to actually get the invitation. Other people who are not your friends, well, they may or may not get the announcement, right? These are, to me, unfair practices, and I think Facebook needs to cut it out. But here's the thing. Facebook's customer service, in my opinion, is probably one of the worst customer service systems I've ever seen because it's difficult to get a hold of anybody. And they only pay attention to individuals who, for example, who have over 10,000 followers, are over 10,000 people in their group. That seems to be the people that they're paying attention to and giving them a different link or something to um, to actually contact them. It's everybody else, the smaller businesses and other people who don't have access to the link port that's having a hard time of reaching Facebook. So what happens is that we can't just sit back and let it happen. So I have taken it upon myself to find out recourse, right, recourses. Uh, I'm going to find out 
a phone number, and I'm going to find out an email um, that we can email complaints in and dissatisfactions to Facebook because that's the only way they are going to pay attention to it. In the meantime, you know, everybody is on Facebook and using Facebook. Why? Because it's become the new yellow pages of the virtual world, right? And so it wouldn't make sense to try to move your business away from Facebook at this time when everybody that you know is on there. And that is their ace in a hole. That's what they are counting on. But they have to be ethical and they have to be responsible um, and be fair with everyone. After all, we all helped Facebook to become the successful company it is because we all joined it. When it was totally free, we all joined it and we all visited it every day and we all downloaded the app and we all uh, liked comments and shared information. And so, again, they need to pay us more tribute than just taking away things, but they still need to make it available for what I say, the little guy. Don't you agree? Yeah. Well, enough about Facebook. I want to go ahead and talk a little bit about marketing because I have a question for you ladies. And this is a question I want you, before you say yes, I want you to be honest and really think about what I'm asking you. Here's the question. Are you building your list? Yeah, you heard me right. Are you building your list? What list you might say? I am talking about your contact list, your connection list, your list of people, right? Because when it comes to not making money in business, the one thing that seems to be a common denominator amongst businesswomen who are not making money is that they have too small of a list. They have too small of a list. In addition to too small of a list, their list is not relevant because a large number of people that are on their list did not opt in, but they were put on the list by the list owner, by the businesswoman, right? And so there are a few simple little things that I just want to quickly share about building your list, which are so very, very important. Number one, the reason why you need to build a list as long as you possibly can, as big as you can, is because you want the law of average to work on your behalf. And that's just the truth of the matter, right? If you have a mailing list and you have built it the right way, and the right way means that you have created a lead page or a single page on your website, you have developed a a compelling offer in which you're giving someone of something of value and they are signing up for and then going directly into your email marketing platform where you should be constantly building a stream of names every day, then if you're building it right, continue to build it, then what happens is that the law of average eventually starts working on your behalf. And what the law of average says is that For every person that you offer something, for every 10 people you offer something to, you are going to have a response from one or two of those people, okay? So you need to really build a large list so that your risk is larger. Now, just because they respond, meaning they might click open an email, 
doesn't necessarily mean that they are purchasing yet. What it means is that they have clicked and shown an interest, and now it's your responsibility to call them to action with an offer of a product or a service in which in exchange they are going to pay you an amount of money for, right? And one of the things that's important about building a list is that your list has to be nurtured and it has to be primed, okay? Very, very important. A nurturing list means that you are in constant communication at least once a week, twice a week, right, that you have created offers for both your current clients and your prospects and that you are constantly adding value, which is very important. So not only are you going to give them value by adding a compelling offer to get them to join your list, but you're also going to add some some, some free items and some value to, to let them know that you are being sincere, right? Very, very important. And then as you build your list, you want to develop more and more of a relationship with all of the individuals, right? And the individuals that have purchased something, meaning they have actually purchased an item from you, what happens when you build that list, you begin to segment that list. You segment people who have made one purchase, the people who have made more than one purchase, and the people who are clicking through on your email uh, on a consistent basis. You want to segment them. And you can do that when you have the right email marketing platform. And pretty much today, a lot of the email marketing platforms, such as aweber.com, mailchimp.com, constantcontact.com, one of my favorites, mailerlife.com, um, all of them have great um, workflow systems that for a very economical price. So again, it provides they provide you with easy ways to really market and communicate with your customers, clients, and prospects today. And then, of course, what you need to understand is that as you build your list, in order for you to keep up with everyone and stay in that communication, your marketing needs to be automated, meaning you need to have a workflow already um, kicked in there in those email marketing platforms that you might be using. So, again, are you building your list? And there are so many multiple ways to build your list. And if you're interested in learning more about building your list and ways to grow your business and generate more leads or what have you, if you haven't had a Power Talk this year, I definitely want you to go ahead, go to womenaboutbiz.net, and in the top menu bar, you can click on Coaching. The Power Talk offer is right there. Or if you just go to womenaboutbiz.net and scroll down just a little bit, you will automatically see free coaching session just for you. If you've already had your free coaching session for the year, then guess what? You need to be talking to me about really getting some one-on-one coaching to look at ways to grow your business. And those of you that know me know that I'm a homegirl. I keep it real. I try to provide you with value. And the one thing I want to let you know is that I do teach you from my failures often more than I do my successes. Why? It's because what I have learned from my failures is a million dollars of value. 
it will prevent you from going down the wrong road, using the wrong tools. It will help you get started faster to shorten your learning curve. It's going to do all of those things to help you to start seeing results faster. And I tell people all the time is that one of the things that I love about being older, because, of course, I'm in my 50s now and I'm not scared to say that, um, one of the things that I, I, I love about it is that I, I feel so free and so liberated to want to help people, to to want to share, to want to train other businesswomen, to want to show you the things and the tools that I am using that help me every single day. So I don't share what I don't use. So keep that in mind and make sure you guys are taking good notes as you listen to the show. So moving on. I've got an event that is coming up uh, on the 30th of September that I want to let you guys know. It is a free Wednesday Lunch and Learn Teleclass, so I really want you guys to register for this. It's called Reclaim Your Boss Power. Again, Reclaim Your Boss Power is going to be on September the 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, normally on Wednesday, lunch and learn was at 12 noon, but I had something going on, so I have to do it at 7 p.m., but I want you guys to get yourselves registered for this. Now, if you are busy being busy and feeling like the employee in your business instead of the boss in your own company and you want to make a change on that and you're ready to increase the amount of money you're making, then this is definitely a training that you're going to want to attend, right? Because in the Reclaim Your Boss Power, I'm going to be sharing with you information that took me a long time to finally realize, right? I'm going to share with you how to plan your business success the CEO way, why the technique of visioning is a priority for a successful business. I'm going to talk to you about techniques to gain mental wealth because if you didn't know it, mental and spiritual wealth are really the most important parts of wealth that you should have before you even look at the financial wealth. I'm going to talk about moving past fear and on to courage. I'm going to talk about factual beliefs that will positively change your life, changing your circle of influence, right? You know, they say the five people that are closest to you represent your income. But I'm going to talk to you about enhancing your circle of influence. And then three most important roles in a small business and three things you can do to see incredible changes literally overnight. So this is Reclaim Your Boss Power. Don't want to miss this coming up September 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You want to get yourself registered to do so. Go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on events in the top white menu bar, and get yourself registered today. And I know I've got two people. Cheryl in New Jersey, a long-time listener, is emailing me. She's actually texting me saying I'm on it. Um, and then Lydia, someone I haven't talked to in such a long time, is also saying, hey, I'm going to register now. So I want you guys to really register because I had some people complaining to me the last time about our, our webinar saying that they tried to register and couldn't or what have you. And I know some of you who made those complaints were long-time listeners. Listen, I, you know, I try to give you guys forewarning. I try to tell you, but at the end of the day, we all have to be responsible businesswomen and be proactive about taking advantage of things. As a matter of fact, 
I was looking at a webinar training that was $197 that was offering some of the topics that I'm going to be talking about. And trust me, I looked at the topics and looked at everything that was there, and it was like, wow, you're charging $197 for this one-hour webinar, and here I am giving the whole thing at no cost for the Wednesday um, learning uh, session that we do once a month. And so you guys need to be taking advantage of this, marketing your calendar. For that matter, mark Successful Warmer Radio in your calendar every Monday at 12 Eastern. So very, very important. So again, you know, reclaim your boss power. If you're interested, get yourself registered. I want to go ahead right now and move into our hot topic, right? Our hot topic, seven traits of a successful businesswoman. Now, all this month on the Successful Woman radio show, we have had the theme, she's got a successful mindset. What does that mean, she's got a successful mindset? Well, I gave it that title because truly believe in the power of the mind. I believe in the power of the subconscious mind. I believe in the power that even if you don't have the cash to do certain things in your business, that with the right mindset, you can still make it happen. And I know this to be true because I am a living testimony of such a thing. Okay, and it, and and it happens all the time. You know, have you ever asked yourself the question, what do I need to do to be successful? How can I make more money? And, you know, if the answer is yes, I've asked myself that, then listen up, listen up. Success is an achievement that each woman has to define for herself because it is dependent on what the desired outcome is for you. But how do you begin to achieve it or define it? Well, ladies, as I said earlier, it all starts with the mindset. So the subconscious mind is, like, so incredibly powerful. It absorbs, like a sponge, whether you know it's absorbing or not. It's like a kid, right? You wonder, well, how, why, is the, why is the baby saying a profanity word? What's going, how did the baby know that? It's, it, the baby absorbed it. And they don't know if it's right or wrong. Well, guess what? Your subconscious mind does the exact same thing. It does not, just because you distinguish that something is right or wrong in your conscious mind, that's in the now. Like, for example, you listening to me talk right now, you're in the now. You're in your conscious thought path, right? Your subconscious mind, however, it does not distinguish between right or wrong. And your conscious mind can't pick and choose what gets to be absorbed by your subconscious mind. And this is what's so powerful about it, and this is why you have to know everything that that you can possibly know about your subconscious mind for that very reason, right? Because it has more control over you than your conscious mind does. What does that mean? We live in the conscious Our sub-mind is like a heart, an internal hard drive that stores everything, right or wrong, believe it or not, it stores it. Our fears, our inhibitions, everything that we're feeling, our emotions, it stores everything. This is the very reason why 
The first question in the five questions of focus and action is, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? That's why I gave that as the first, the first question that you have to ask yourself because the subconscious mind is so powerful, you have to make sure that you prepare your mindset for greatness on a daily basis. In addition to preparing it for greatness, you have to gird yourself, put a protective shield around yourself, and be ready and prepared for a lot of negativity that could come your way at any moment because you don't want it. It could be people, places, or things, and you guys know what I'm talking about because you can be feeling great at one time in the day, just absolutely wonderful, and it could be one phone call from somebody, whether it's a relative or whether it's a client, and that one phone call can put you in a whole different mode than where you were before you even talked to that individual, right? And so it is so very, very important for you to understand the power of your mindset. And so with that said, there is one book um, that I want to recommend to you guys, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Let me see, can I find it? I'm on Amazon now because, uh, let me just put the person's name in here. And I will be having that for you in just a minute. Okay, I got it. So it's The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. You guys got it? It's a very inexpensive book. The Kindle edition is only like $4. You can probably think on Barnes & Noble um, or any other um, online book company. But it is very expensive on Amazon and, again, This is one book that will allow you to really research, study, and learn in a quick fashion just how powerful your subconscious mind is. And I encourage you to buy it and put it in your success library and read it, plan to read it, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy, okay? Very, very important. So as we we talk about the topic of or the theme, she's got a successful mindset. What that means is that this is someone, this is a woman who not only knows what she wants to be successful in, but this is a woman who realizes that her mind is her power and that her power controls everything and she can make a decision of whether she wants to keep her power and use it responsibly or whether she wants to give up her power to other people, places, or things because she's not paying attention to her mindset. She's not paying attention to the things, the environment around her. And so this is very important. So today what I wanted to do was share with you seven traits of a successful businesswoman, not just a woman, but of a successful businesswoman, because there are successful things, uh, techniques that business women who are very successful, generating that high six and seven figure income, there are successful things that they do that you need to start putting in practice, okay? So let's go ahead and start talking about that. Here's number one. A successful businesswoman is self-driven. 
okay? A successful businesswoman is self-driven. What does that mean to be self-driven? Well, it means that you can motivate yourself. It means that while it would be nice for other people to support you, to encourage you, for people to give you that positive energy vibe, it's not necessary for you to get your behind up out of the bed every day and do what you got to do to make things happen, to make things work. Case in point, again, this is why I said in the uh, uh, five things you've got to do to take focus and action on your own self is you've got to work on your mindset. You have got to prepare your mindset for greatness, for incredible things to happen in your life. And a self-driven woman does not wait. She moves forward. A self-driven woman does not allow herself to get on the low just because she doesn't have the money to put in place certain things. Instead, she finds solutions to make it happen. A self-driven woman does not procrastinate. Now, I'm not saying she doesn't ever procrastinate, but procrastination is very, very slim, meaning that she puts things into action, and she knows how to activate unshakable faith, right? Now, you guys have heard me talk about it, but here's the definition for those of you who are new to the show. Unshakable faith is a level of belief so deeply rooted within you that it compels you to take swift and immediate action on all that you dream about, on all that you think about, on all that you want in your life. That's what unshakable faith is, and it is developed. It is something that is developed. It is a habitual skill that is honed time and time again from you taking action on those things. And every time you take action, you get stronger in the habit. You get stronger in your belief in yourself to the point that you have unshakable faith, that no matter what anybody else says, you are focused and on a straight path headed for the very thing that you set your goal and your focus on. So to be self-driven means to be self-inspired, means to be self-motivated. And I think a lot of times, believe it or not, as women, sometimes we aren't loving ourselves in the right way and it blocks our or it slows down our ability to be self-driven. I'm going to give you an example of what I'm talking about. One of the biggest things you need in order to be self-driven is that you need energy. You need energy. And when you are not taking care of yourself, when you're not drinking enough water, when you're not eating the right things, when you're not exercising, when you're not doing the things you need to do for yourself, and including mental, and when you're not pulling yourself away from negativity, negative people, places, and things, all of that has a lot to do with you being a self-driven woman. I want you guys to really, really think about that. And I want you guys to write me, you know, email me a couple of lines, you know, at tnewbie at womenaboutbiz.net. Tell me what you're thinking about these seven traits that I'm talking about today. You know, hit me up on Facebook. I am uh, facebook.com forward slash Trina Newbie. If you're not my friend on Facebook, friend me. Um, the Women About Biz community, you know, pop me a message or just simply text me at 
2109. Again, 770-934-2109. That's the Women About Biz mobile number. Text me and let me know what you think about this. What do you think about being self-driven, okay? Here's trait number two. It's going to really resonate with this because it's so very, very important. One trait of a successful businesswoman is that she acts in spite of her fear. She acts in, in spite of her fear. You know, one of the things that I always like to say with fear, and I liken fear to, let's say you get into a vehicle and you're getting ready to drive, right? You strap your seatbelt in and you're getting ready to go for this drive. But then when you turn around and look in the back seat, fear has strapped itself into the back seat of the car as well. Now, a lot of people would just unstrap their seatbelts and get out of the car and say, I can't go because fear is sitting in the back seat. But a successful businesswoman says, you know what? Hey, I recognize that I have some fear. I see fear strapped in in the back seat looking at me smiling and saying, you know you don't want to do this. You know you don't want to accomplish this goal. You know you say you want to uh, you want to generate a six-figure income or you want to generate a seven-figure income, but I don't see you doing anything about it. That's because you really don't want it or you can't do anything about it. All of those things swirl up in your mind or you care too much about what people are thinking about you and all of a sudden fear starts creeping in and a driven woman a woman who knows who she is, guess what she's going to do? She's going to look back in that seat and she's going to tell fear, baby, you need to make sure you strap up real good because we're getting ready to go for a ride. And you know what she does? She gets in the front seat of that car, she puts her seatbelt on, and she proceeds to drive. She proceeds to keep going. She is very self-driven, and she refuses to allow even her own self and her own self-fear to hold her back. She keeps going. But guess what happens as you put your seatbelt on and you keep going and you and you tell fear, hey, double strap in because, hey, we getting ready to go on a ride. Guess what fear does? Guess what it does? It unfastens the seatbelt and gets the hell out of the car. That's what it does. So the antidote to fear is taking action. This is why unshakable faith is so necessary, and that is what the self-driven woman has, and this is why, number two, the successful businesswoman acts in spite of her fear. She keeps moving in spite of Here's number three. The successful woman is queen of goal setting, right? She understands the importance of structure. She understands that in order to accomplish her vision, she must set goals and, and deadlines to support the goals, and she must then set tasks, which are the things that she will take action on. She understands that. She understands it. Here's number four. A successful businesswoman, and this this one I really want you guys to get. A successful businesswoman is the queen of her cash flow. Okay, 
I can't talk enough about a cash flow and how numbers will never lie to you and how if you don't get a grip on those numbers, if you don't stop being scared of the numbers, then guess what? You are not going to get to the income level you need to get to. A cash flow is very, very important because it's going to help you know how many clients or customers you need in order to generate a certain amount of income, how much you need to raise the price in order to generate a certain uh, amount of income. Here's number five in the seven traits of a successful businesswoman. Number five is that a successful businesswoman always is proactive, okay? She's extremely proactive. Can't talk enough about a successful businesswoman doing things ahead of time. She knows that if she is proactive, she can have a better bird's-eye view of things, and she can catch things that might fall through the cracks. She can prepare better, and she can take stress off of herself. By being proactive, she can so better delegate when she is proactive. When you plan for things ahead of time, guess what? More can be accomplished and you can see results faster. And last but not least, in the seven traits of a successful businesswoman, a successful businesswoman gets coaching. She understands that in order to get herself to move to the next level, she needs to coach somebody to motivate her, somebody to support her, somebody to point out her positive traits, somebody to help her develop strong habits, somebody to push those resources in front of her that otherwise she would not have. She knows how important that is. And if she's ready to move herself to the next level, to scale her business, to get herself to grow in a whole other direction, she knows how important coaching really is. So there you have it, the seven traits of a successful businesswoman. Number one, she's self-driven. Number two, she acts in of fear. Number three, she's the queen of goal setting. Number four, she's the queen of cash flow. Number five, she's proactive. We can't talk about enough about how important it is for a woman to be proactive. Number six, she believes in coaching. She's definitely going to have her coach available to it, to herself. And then number seven, let me give that to you last but not least, she's true to herself. Okay, she's true to herself. A successful businesswoman is going to be authentic as possible. She's going to be truthful to herself, and she's not going to lie to herself to the extent where year after year she keeps experiencing the same thing because she's unwilling to change. She's going to admit where her weaknesses are. She's going to get help. She's going to reach out. She's going to connect so that she can grow and develop her mindset, develop herself, and become the successful businesswoman that she knows she can be. So I want you guys, hopefully you took good notes. Hopefully you wrote that down. Hopefully all of you are realizing how important it really is for you to have these successful traits as a businesswoman. So stay tuned for next week as we continue on with our theme for the month, She's Got a Successful Mindset. And don't forget to register for our training coming up on September 
30th, which is Reclaim Your Boss Power, September 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can learn all about this at the womenaboutbiz.net website. Thank you so much, ladies, for being on the show today with me, and I pray that something that you have heard is going to help you take your mind and your business to the next level. Take care, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.